From the brains behind Brains On, it's Smash Boom Best. The show for people with big opinions. Hi, I'm Molly Bloom, and this is Smash Boom Best, the show where we take two things, smash them together, and ask you to decide which one is best. Today, two iconic foods go jar to jar in a fearsome flavor feud. It's honey versus pickles. Which team will win? Honey, that delicious golden goo, or pickles, those special salty veggies? It's going to be a tough but tasty debate. Lucky for us, we have Macy here to help us decide which is the cooler condiment. Hi, Macy. Hi. So, Macy, when I say honey, what comes to mind? I think of sweet, sticky, can mix with a lot of other things. So what is your favorite way to eat honey? Probably with a spoon. Oh, just like straight from the jar? Yeah. Nice. Kind of like Winnie the Pooh? Yes, or on a (laughs) peanut butter and honey sandwich. Both excellent choices. And what about pickles? What do you think of? I kind of think of salty and fresh. We think of like pickled cucumbers when we think pickles, but there's so many different kinds. Do you have like a favorite kind of pickle? I would say I just like eating dill pickles plain or like having them on a hamburger. They add a good crunch to a hamburger. Yes. Would you say you're craving one more than the other right now or could you go either way? I think I could go either way. Hmm. And would you say that you come to this debate liking one more than the other? I don't know. They're very different and I like both of them. Very cool. So I think you're the perfect judge for this debate. It's time to meet our debaters. Here to sing Honey's sweetest praises, it's Anna Weggel. Hi, Anna. Hello. I'm so excited. This is wonderful. So Anna, in a single sentence, why is Honey the smash boom best? Oh, well, Honey tastes incredible. It's a huge part of so many foods and desserts that we love. And it has medicinal properties that can help heal your body. Whoa. And now for our champion of cucumberage, it's Jed Kim. Hi, Jed. Hello. It is my great pleasure to be here. Jed, in one sentence, why are pickles worth their salt? Well, I relish the opportunity to (laughs) tell you why pickles are great. This is my bread and butter. Oh, boy. It's the puns. There's lots of pickle puns. (laughs) Perfect. Well, let's review the rules of the game. Round one is the Declaration of Greatness. Using facts, logic, and top-notch storytelling, our debaters will present the most persuasive arguments in defense of their side. After each declaration, the opposing team will have 30 seconds to rebut their opponent's statement. Then we've got the Micro Round, a creative challenge each side has prepared for in advance. Round three is the Sneak Attack, a surprise challenge debaters will respond to on the spot. And to top it all off, we've got the Final Six. In this round, each team will have six words to make a closing case for their side. Our judge, Macy, will award one point after each round, but she'll keep her decisions top secret until the end of the debate. Listeners, we want you to judge too. This is a tough one, so mark down your points as you listen. At the end of the show, head to our website, smashboom.org, and vote for whichever team you think won. Okay, everybody, are you ready? Absolutely. Yes. Pickles are the best. (laughs) It's time for the... Declaration of Greatness. Our debaters will present the most fascinating facts and awesome arguments in flavor of their side. We flipped a coin, and Anna will go first. Anna, let's hear your sweet, sweet defense of honey. When's the last time you put a bare droplet of honey right on the tip of your tongue? Close your eyes. 
Can you just picture its sweet, floral, syrupy, caramely, decadent notes? Mm. Okay, so think about a plain piece of toast with butter on it. Pretty good, right? Standard. Now picture that same piece of toast slathered with butter and dripping with fresh, hot honey. Mm. Talk about a difference one food can make. Honey is gold. And not just because of its color, but because of how much effort goes into making it. In their four short months on Earth, bees have to travel the equivalent of two times around the world gathering nectar to make honey. When they die, they've usually only made about one-twelfth of a teaspoon of the stuff. That's not very much, but it's worth the effort. Bees know it is, and so do humans. We've been practicing beekeeping since 2400 BC, and in the United States, bees make around 150 million pounds of honey every year. The demand for honey is high, people. And because we mass produce the stuff, I can go to the grocery store right now and buy a jar of honey for like three bucks. You're telling me you can afford honey on your associate producer's salary? Alexander the Great? King of the ancient Greek kingdom of Macedon? You died in 323 BC. What are you doing here? I don't know. Well, Al, could you at least tell us if it's true that after you died, your body was immersed in a golden sarcophagus brimming with honey? Ah, yes. The rumors are true. I wanted my body preserved, and I wanted everyone to know how wealthy I am, as honey was a hot commodity back in the day. In fact, my body traveled over 1,800 miles from Babylon to Macedonia submerged in a vat of honey. Why? Like I said, because I'm rich. Okay, I'm sorry. I have to go be dead more. Bye. Bye, Al. Aside from being a sign of wealth, I need you to know that honey helps heal wounds. The sugar in the honey draws water out of damaged tissue, which reduces swelling and encourages the wound to heal itself. It also has antibacterial properties, which helps keep cuts and abrasions germ-free. Many ancient civilizations used honey for medicinal purposes, and today, some doctors still use Manuka honey, a special variety from Australia and New Zealand, to help heal lesions, soothe sore throats, prevent tooth decay, and improve digestive issues. In fact, one study from the Penn State Department of Pediatrics found that honey was better at soothing coughs than dextromethorphan, a compound found in over-the-counter cough syrups and cough drops. So... Honey tastes amazing, heals wounds, helps fight coughs, and is easily available at most stores. What more do you want, honey? See what I did there? I called you honey, which is totally normal because people love being associated with sweet, delicious, amazing things. Think of all the songs alone that center around the word honey. Honey, honey. Now Google songs about pickles. Depressing, right? Unless you love the pickle song from Jim Cosgrove off of his Stinky Feet album. You know, the song that goes, pickles, pickles, I like pickles, I like them better than an old foot sickle. I like them better than an old foot sickle. Oh, you don't know that song? Neither does anyone. Finally, 
Honey is just found in way more foods. We have tea and honey, honey cake, honey butter, challah, hot toddies, am I right, parents? Sauces, salad dressings, baklava, baked fish, cheese plates, tarts, cookies, smoothies, lattes, and so many more delicious items. What are pickles in? Fast food hamburgers. And, you know, jars. And sometimes with ham wrapped around them. Oh. So, if you're still asking yourself what's better, honey or pickles, why don't you ask yourself which substance tastes like nature's candy, heals wounds and coughs, and is so universally cherished that the very word has become synonymous with love? And I think you'll have your answer. A delicious declaration of greatness for honey. Macy, what stood out to you in Anna's? declaration. Quite a few things stood out to me. One, the description of the beginning of putting honey on toast was like amazing. (laughs) I got like hungry for honey right away. And then I loved the part about how honey helps heal wounds and the part about the songs, how honey is in a lot of songs and the pickle song wasn't the best. So I mean, she just doesn't know that many pickle songs. (laughs) My favorite song in the world is about pickles. I can't wait to hear it. Oh, I mean, I can't sing, so I'm not going to subject you to it. But it's great. Oh, convenient. <laughs> well, Jed Pickle Protector, it's time for your rebuttal. Channel your inner sourness. You've got 30 seconds to make Anna's face pucker up, and your time starts now. Those poor bees, they travel so far, they work so hard, and we steal their honey. We just take and take and take. Maybe they would live longer than four months if we didn't take their honey. But actually, it's kind of, the bees are kind of gross. You know how honey is made? Notice that Anna didn't mention they puke it up. They eat nectar, <laughs> they vomit it into another bee's mouth, which then vomits it into another. It goes down the chain until it's honey. Yuck. And also, honey, it's really one note sweet. It's not complicated. And you know, time. <laughs> My substance might be made of bee vomit, but at least it doesn't look like a toad that you have to eat. (laughs) A lumpy, gross toad that has to go in your mouth. I would rather eat a toad than vomit. (laughs) Hey, that's on you, okay? Well, Jed, I think it's time for you to tell us about the multifaceted world of pickles. So please, tell us why pickles are truly the smash boom best. Gather round, kids. It's story time. Once upon a time, there were two siblings, Prudence and Claude. Prudence was a responsible, hard-working vegetable farmer. Better get weeding. (sighs) Weeding is for suckers. Her brother Claude was lazy and opportunistic and way too into sweets. His favorite food was honey, mostly because he loved the idea of stealing from hard-working insects. Well, off to ruin some bee's day. Please don't destroy so many hives. We need bees to pollinate our crops. It's their fault for making such tasty goop. Goop, 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 goop. Prudence, on the other hand, revered nature. She wanted to make sure that she didn't squander any of the cucumbers, peppers, and radishes that she harvested. Thank you, Mother Nature, for this bounty. I won't let it go to waste. That's why Prudence was a pickler because pickling preserves food so it lasts much longer. When you leave food out, it rots, because tiny microscopic organisms like fungi and bacteria swoop in to gobble it up. But when you preserve things in salty water, called brine, those bad microorganisms have trouble surviving. (coughs) 
and good ones, like lactic acid bacteria, thrive. This special bacteria slurps up the sugars in foods like cucumbers and poops out lactic acid. That acid creates a distinctive flavor that helps turn those cucumbers into pickles. And because all those nasty rot microbes aren't around, pickled things can last for months. Prudence's pickles were the toast of the town. Oh man, Prue, these spicy pickles are fire. I like the tangy ones. Her friend Sandor Katz, who was an award-winning author of books on fermentation, really appreciated her work. They'd talk late into the night while munching on gherkins. Pickles spice up life. Pickles, um, you know, give a beautiful accent to whatever it is that you're eating. Yeah, I mean, of course they're tasty, but like, am I doing something worthwhile with my life? Pickling has actually been been hugely important um, um, to human cultures. What? It's really a way, especially for people in temperate climates with limited growing seasons, to preserve some of the abundance of summer and autumn to get them through the winter and spring. He was right. As a pickler, Prudence was part of a great human tradition that extends back thousands of years. People have used pickling as a method of survival in those cold winter months when nothing grows. Without it, humanity wouldn't have been nearly as successful as it is today. And, you know, different regions of the world just have such distinctive styles of of pickles. Sandor spoke of distant lands like India and Korea, Eastern Europe, each with their own distinctive style and flavor of pickling. That's it. I'm going. The next day, she packed suitcases full of pickles and traveled to Poland to learn the joys of pickled herring. Holy mackerel, it's a fish pickle. Then to Korea, where she mastered the art of making spicy kimchi, hundreds of cabbages at a time, burying massive jars of it in the ground to protect it from extreme temperatures. Because if the kimchi freezes, the good bacteria will die. Get the shovel. Yes, ma'am. In India, she pickled chilies. In Russia, watermelons. Each culture had its own beloved pickled foods, and she celebrated them all. And Prudence's pickles even saved the day when the boat she booked to return home on turned out to be a pirate ship. The pirates were sickly from years at sea, but after sharing some of the delicacies she brought back with her, something amazing happened. All the sick pirates began to feel better. The open sores have cleared up. For you see, by accident, she'd continued a tradition practiced by smart sailors as far back as the 15th century. They brought barrels of pickled vegetables on board. Pickles are full of vitamin C and beneficial probiotic bacteria, which made the pirates' scurvy and intestinal problems disappear. Avast me hearties, our bowels be blasting away most mightily. Three cheers for our dear Prudence. As for Prudence, when she got home, she found her poor brother Claude emaciated, riddled with scurvy, and swollen with bee stings. His sweet tooth had been his downfall during the hard winter. (gasps) So much stinging. Prudence, pitying her foolish sibling, pulled out a treat just for him. Here, brother, enjoy this sweet pickle. It's sweet? It's sweet! I didn't know pickles could taste like this. Honey is stupid. You said it, Claude. 
Honey is stupid. The end. Honey is stupid. A glorious globe-trotting tale about the glories of pickles. Macy, what stood out to you about Jed's Declaration of Greatness? Well, I really liked how the whole debate followed a really nice storyline and kind of came back full circle. I thought that was really cool. And I also like the part how pickles are full of vitamin C and they healed all the pirates. True story. Magical healing powers. Both sides. Amazing. Anything else that stuck out to you? I also liked how when she like traveled around the world, there were like each culture had their own unique way of pickling things. And I thought that was really interesting. Anna, it's time for your rebuttal. Poke some holes in Jed's pickle argument. You have 30 seconds and your time starts now. First off, I didn't hear the pickle song that Jed <laughs> promised us. And I I worry that he might have been lying to Macy <laughs> about that. Second of all, uh, there were some key words and phrases that were missing from that declaration about pickles, such as stinky, lumpy, <laughs> sour, sounds disgusting to eat, swims in their own juices. <laughs> they look like toads. The jars are hard to open. They taste like <laughs> vinegar and garlic. And time. And they're not honey. <laughs> pickle, yeah. Pickle. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just... <laughs> Singing that pickle song, it, it gets stuck in the head. It's a jam. You gotta look it up. <laughs> yeah, don't know that one. Uh, by the way, like it's not just cucumbers that get pickled. If you were listening, onions, beautiful onions, lovely carrots, they get pickled too. Anything can be pickled. I think they can pickle pigs' feet, which you know, beautiful. <laughs> Gross. Huge diversity of pickles. All right, Macy, it's time to award your first two points. And remember, you get to decide what makes an argument awesome. Did one side impress you with cool facts? It was funnier. It's up to you. So give one point to whoever had the best declaration of greatness and one point to whoever had the best rebuttal. Mark it down on your sheet, but don't tell us who you've picked. Have you made your decision? Yes. Excellent. Jed and Anna, how are you feeling so far about this clash of condiments? Very, very good. Confident. Condiment confidence. All right, <laughs> it's time for a quick <laughs> break. Grab a bite of kimchi or some honey-filled cough drops. And we'll be right back with more Smash Boom Best. You're watching State of Debate, home to rage and rhetoric and awe-inspiring argumentation. Hi, debate heads. It's me. Todd Douglas. Taylor is away at the Grandmaster Debate Cup, so I'm here alone. But she's the one missing out because I've got a superhero smackdown for you today. It's an argument between two voice actors from the utterly awesome Cartoon Network show, Teen Titans Go! On one side, it's Tara Strong. She plays Raven. Her character is a dark and brooding master of magic. On the other side, it's Greg Sipes, who plays the shape-shifting, surfer-vibe superhero Beast Boy. They're arguing whose character has better powers. Let's listen. Greg, seriously, Raven is magical. All she has to do is say her magic words. Azerath, Metrion, Zinthos. And pow, she can energy blast an enemy. Or Shazam, she can create a giant fist from thin air to clobber them. Yeah, but Beast Boy can turn into any animal, like a goat, bah, or a T-Rex, or a baby porcupine, you know, a cute little baby porcupine. Well, Raven can fly. I mean, not to gloat, but I can float. Checkmate. So, Beast Boy can turn into a bee. 
it's basically the best because you float and you can fit inside a flower, Buzz Buzz. Ugh, that's nothing. Raven can move things with her mind, open portals, and even teleport all over the planet in the blink of an eye. How can you beat that with an animal? You can't. Raven wins. Yeah, well, Beast Boy can turn into a dog. Roof, roof, roof. I'm Beast Pup, and I'm so lovable. Beast Pup for the win. Arr, arr, arr. Ugh, I would not want to be a dog. What? Tara, how can you hate the most best loyal animal ever? I don't hate dogs, I just don't want to be one. You either want to be a dog, or you don't like dogs. Whoa, debaterinos, did you catch that? A logical fallacy. Those are mistakes people make that weaken their arguments. Greg said Tara either wants to be a dog or doesn't like dogs. That's a false dichotomy. That's when a debater makes it sound like there are only two choices, when in reality, there are more. Let's see if Tara notices. Come on, Greg, you know I love dogs, but I wouldn't want to be one. They're covered in itchy fur. They slobber all over themselves, they get fleas, and sometimes they lick their own butts. Oh, yeah, I forgot about their butt breath. (sighs) I guess you can like dogs and still not want to be one. My bad, yo. Anyway, I guess we'll never know who has the better powers. It's clearly Raven. We'll never, never know. Wow, what a Teen Titan tussle. That was worthy of its own episode on Cartoon Network. I wonder how I'd look as a cartoon. Handsome or very handsome? Anyway, see you next time on State of Debate. Smash. Smash. Best. You're listening to Smash Boom Best. I'm your host, Molly Bloom. And I'm your judge, Macy. One of my favorite things about this show is all the amazing debate ideas we get from listeners like you. Check out this awesome debate suggestion from Scarlett in Anchorage, Alaska. My debate idea is moose versus bears. That's a most excellent idea. I can barely wait to hear who she thinks will win. We'll check back with Scarlett at the end of this episode to find out. And now it's back to today's bait. Honey versus pickles. That's right. And it's time for round two, the... Micro round. Today's micro round challenge is top of the hour. Anna and Jed, you will both pretend that your side is a local news anchor broadcasting the latest developments in the world of honey and pickles. Anna went first last time, so Jed, it's your turn. What's hot off the pickle press? You're listening to Fast Action News. If our reporters aren't constantly breaking news, they're fired. I'm Gascon Hickenbarrow. This just in, scientists say honey is made from bee vomit. It turns out worker bees collect nectar and then puke it up for others to eat. (coughs) Authorities say honey is super duper gross. Let's turn to reporter Anita Newjob, who's covering pickles. Gascon, I'm here with Joaquin Fermentin, and this just in, he's sealing a vat of pickles made with an exciting top-secret recipe. Joaquin, what's so special about these pickles? Um, well, this is a brine I developed that really lets microorganisms build up lactic acid levels. It'll be super healthy and very tasty. What's the next exciting step in this process, Joaquin? We just wait a few days for the pickling to finish. That's not fast or action. Or news. This just in, Gascon. Maybe it's unreasonable to expect your reporters to break news all the time. Um, the reason we wait is sometimes it takes a little time for good things to develop. Taking more time makes things better? 
Here, try this pickle I made last week. This just in, this is the most amazing thing I've ever tasted. Also this just in, I'm sick of everything having to be fast and action-y. I quit! Well, that was another action-packed episode. I'm Gascon Hickenbear. This just in, apparently I'm being fired for many reasons. Well, this was a long time coming. Good night! A drama-filled newscast was not I know, it's so exciting. <laughs> All right, Anna, let's hear the buzz about town. And we're back with the Nightly Smash Boom newscast. I'm your host, Dork Dickerson, here with tonight's top headlines. Local man loves his beehive so much that he moves in. And does honey help you have night vision? But first, we have a special dispatch from the Minnesota Opera. Local soprano Maria Tabaldi was about to take the stage tonight when she felt a tickle in her throat. Let's go to her now. Maria? Hello! Maria, your voice sounds like butter. Did the tickle go away? Oh, Dork, as you know, a singer's most precious commodity is her voice. But tonight, as I was about to step onto the stage... My throat became dry, my tongue became scratchy, and my voice was not my own, but rather the voice of Freddy Krueger or Oscar the Crouch or Carol Channing in her later years. Oh no, what did you do? I shouldn't be telling you this, because it's a trick of the trade. But I simply got a spoon and dipped it into my ever-trusty supply of my Manuka honey. I let the substance slide down my throat, and it's as if I was reborn. I was able to take the stage and give the best performance of my life. All thanks to the magical, the mystical, the life-giving honey. Thank you, Maria. This has been... A broadcast that belts. I'm there. I'm into it. Okay, Macy, what stood out to you in our debaters' micro rounds? I thought they were both really good. I think they were both pretty funny. And I liked how each of the people they were interviewing had like different personalities. Like the first one, the pickles, was kind of like, yeah, here's the pickle. Uh, <laughs> try it. And then the lady was like, oh, it's really good. And then in the uh, honey one, the singer was really funny. And I thought she proved some good points with Honey and how it helped her throat. All right. Well, it is time to award a point. Don't tell us who you're voting for. Have you made your choice? Yes. Awesome. Then it's time for our third round, the super stealthy (laughs) sneak attack. Our sneak attack today is Dancing with the Jars. Jed and Anna, we want you to come up with a dance that represents the essence of your side and then describe it to us. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. We'll give you a few minutes to brainstorm. While you work, let's listen to some soothing hold music. Sweet and sticky, golden goo. Nature's candy, healing too. Drizzle, izzle, yum. Honey is the Salty sweet, kimchi kraut and pickle beets, crunchy munchy, mmm, pickles for the win. Anna, you're up. Tell us about Team Honey's finest moves. Okay, this is called the Honey Hop, and here's what you do. 
you take a handful of bees and you put them in your <laughs> pants pockets. And then you try to let the bees find their way out of your pants pockets. And then when they finally all get out, you celebrate with a spoonful of hot honey. <laughs> the honey hop. <laughs> so what kind of moves um, happen when you're trying to get the bees out of your pockets? Think of like if you're if you're on fire. Mm. You'd be running around. You'd be rolling around. You'd be screaming at the top of your lungs. You'd be yelling, help, help. <laughs> stuff like that. Sounds like a winner. <laughs> <laughs> the dance has movement and vocalizations. It's very avant-garde. There were no survivors. <laughs> no, no. But that's not what it's about. It's not about surviving. It's about looking good. <laughs> All right, Jed, it's your turn to tell us how pickles get down on the dance floor. This is called the lactic acid shake. And you get a bunch of your friends and you set a pickle jar down on the ground and you guys just go crazy and you move and you try to bounce the floor. The goal is to get so much energy that the lid just pops off that pickle jar. Pickles <laughs> go shooting up into the air. Crowd just jumps up and grabs pickles out of the air. They're cramming in their mouths. They're dancing. And the lactic acid is making them, you know, feel better and healthy and all that. But he's really about the moves and the mood and the vibe. And the, oh, my goodness. You had to be there. You had to be there. Thank you for finally acknowledging how hard it is to get pickle jars open. Yeah, because honey jars are like a treat, <laughs> especially when they crystallize and you're like, oh, let the microwave this bear and then it melts and looks scary. It, you're waiting too long if it's crystallizing. You got to eat it faster than that. I like how both dances were super action packed. Macy, think about which of these dances spoke to you the most. Which one would you rather do? Which one would you rather watch? However you want to award this point, the criteria is up to you. All right. Have you decided? Yes. Okay. Well, then it's time for our last round. The final six. Jed, you're up. You've got just six words to make a final impression on Macy. Let's hear them. Waste nothing. Pickle it and thrive. Ooh, very good. And now, Anna, your turn. Give us your last six words for honey. Lumpy sour, old vegetables? No thanks. You got nothing nice to say about honey. I think that's very telling. <laughs> she went negative. She went negative. All right. Today has been a serious scrape between the saline and the sugary, but it's time to award our final point and crown one of these iconic condiments, the Smash Boom Best. Macy, have you awarded your final point? Yes, I have. All right. We'll let you tally them up. Drum roll, please. And the winner is... Pickles. Yes! You are so smart. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> so, Macy, was there like a deciding moment that really kind of swayed you over to the side of pickles? It was the last six words. <gasps> yeah. So was that was it. evenly split up to that point? Yeah, it was a tie. And it was oh. every round. I was like, wait, should I give that point to that person? I don't know. They were both so good. This was a very hard fought and close debate. Down to the wire. And uh, the, the, the honey music, brilliant. I knew you were going to have good music. I had, I, I had just that one pickle song. <laughs> I mean, it's really good. I mean, I'd but... still like to hear that at some point <laughs> if possible. Maybe I mean, we can take it, it offline. I learned a lot from you, Jed. Really good points, really good research, and I hope that you enjoy your pickle cake 
and your pickle tea and <laughs> all of your the rest of your pickle life with your pickle family. <laughs> Well, that's it for today's debate battle. Macy crowned pickles the Smash Boom best, but what about you? Head to smashboom.org and vote to tell us who you think won. Smash Boom Best is brought to you by Brains On and American Public Media. It's produced by Rosie DuPont, Sandon Totten, Ruby Guthrie, and Molly Bloom. We had engineering help from Veronica Rodriguez and Chris Bigley. And we had production help from Christina Lopez, Mark Sanchez, and Manica Wilhelm. Rosie DuPont is the voice of our hold music, and our announcer is Marley Foyerworker Otto. We want to give a special thanks to Austin Cross, Taylor Kaufman, and Ms. Clearman's eighth grade class from Garrison Middle School in Walla Walla, Washington. Jed, is there anyone you want to thank today? Kimberly Adams, Sam Sanders, Sandor Katz, Eloise Elliott and Kevin Thompson, Alice Kim, my mom, Danny Robles Paz, Ben Bradford, Tamara Lindstrom, and Miguel Contreras. How about you, Anna? Any special shout outs? Yes, I would like to thank my husband, Brant Miller, for playing Alexander the Great and Dork Dickerson. And, <laughs> and I don't know, some beautiful, vibrant woman for voicing the opera singer. I can't, I don't know. She does have a stunning voice. Do you want to give any special thanks, Macy? Yes, to my mom for driving me and my uncle for setting all this up. Very nice. And before we go, let's hear who Scarlett thinks should win in her Moose versus Bears debate. I think Moose would win because they have big antlers and they run fast. Can't argue with that. So do you have an idea for a knockdown dragout debate? Head to smashboom.org and tell us about it. We'll be back with a new debate battle next week. Ta-ta! I'll miss you, you later.